Hello, bookaholics. This is Deirdre Pippins bringing you another show that will hopefully help everyone in their quest for living a wonderful life. Today's guest on First Blush appears to be a high-flying professional. He teaches you how to be a badass leader, but in a very connecting way. His name is David Wood, and David is a former consulting actuary to Fortune 100 companies. He built the world's largest coaching business and becoming number one on Google for life coaching and coaching thousands of hours in 12 countries around the globe. As well as helping others, David is no stranger to overcoming challenges himself having survived a full collapse of his paraglider and fractured spine, witnessing the death of his sister at the age of seven and anxiety and depression. So even though he has garnered great business success, he has found the key of how you can have that success, but still be a well-connected human being. After this, we're going to talk to David Wood about his personal experiences and his business experiences and how that can help you live a better life. Stay tuned. David, welcome to the Bookaholic Show. Thank you, Deirdre. Happy to be I'm here. I'm so glad to have you here today. Um, we're looking to help people with through Bookaholic as always, and I think you have a message for folks. Uh, I'm sure I do. Refresh me on what that message is. <laughs> I, have many, I have many, many messages. Yes, yes, yes. Well, what I want to talk to you about today is not only, of course, the elephant in your room, in the room, which is your book, but we want to talk about um, some of the past situations that you have faced. Um, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I am just trying to bring different perspectives and issues from people who have been affected by depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, these things, and bring them to the front for people to learn from, uh, to know how to cope with, and then to see that a person can also be successful, they can also be worthy, and then also to dive into your book. Um, so going back, when reading your bio, not only do you mention your very highly successful coaching business, um, you also mention a couple of personal things that have happened to you early in life that have affected probably, of course, who you are now, how you overcome, overcame them and to move forward. Um, and these, these can be, you know, these are very personal issues that you allude to in your hang glide, uh, in your bio, rather. You had yeah. a yeah, accident from your paraglider, which you fractured your spine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the, 
so you've raised a, a a lot of things there and i want to speak to a couple of them okay i'm glad may is mental health awareness month um i've struggled with anxiety and depression for for many years and i always thought i should be able to think my way out of it mm -hmm. I, I should be able to do yoga and that'll 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 sort it out um or go to therapy or you know and i've tried 20 30 40 50 100 things and some of them have worked and some of them haven't mm -hmm. and i think when people see someone who's had some success right. uh it's easy to assume that they've just got everything together and everything's easy right and, and i know a lot of people um i coach a lot of people who are very successful and some of their life is, is very hard so i want to yeah. bust that myth that just because someone looks like everything's shiny and they're smiling today doesn't mean that life is easy for right. them. And yes, I've had, like when I was seven years old, we had a tragedy in my family. My little mm. sister was killed in a traffic accident and I was there. I was seven years old and I watched it happen. <sighs> and we didn't know at the time that, oh, you should take the kid to therapy and we should, we should sort right. that out. It was just, you kind of move on with life. And yes. years later, I realized, oh, wait a minute, this is going to take some more care. This is going right. to take, I had no idea how much care it was going to take, but years of therapy, learning yoga, learning meditation, learning about nutrition, learning about exercise. I'm still working out how to work this body and brain. And so listeners, if you've got any of this going on for you, just know that you're, you're not alone. Sometimes life can seem very, very hard yes. and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be. There are things we can do that can make it a lot easier. And that's my job. That's, you know, helping people find a way to manage themselves so that they're, uh, not just surviving, but also thriving. Yes. Yeah. Yes, most definitely. You know, and as you say, you know, life can be very tough. Uh, I find that nobody, no matter what your background, no matter what your country, your race, your gender, uh, none of that. I mean, everybody is subjected to some type of pain in some way. Uh, in life. It, it just happens. You just go through it. Um, did therapy, did, did you see a therapist or do you continue to see a therapist? Uh, I did and I do. <clears throat> so back when I was 23 or 24, I, I kept on breaking up with my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And I, I, after like the eighth time, I knew I couldn't go back without some kind of doctor's certificate like what the hell is going on? And I finally went to a therapist, went to a psychiatrist and said, can you help? I don't know what's going on. I, I keep, you know, I, I think I'm in love with her and then I feel, you know, claustrophobic and I've got to get away. Yeah. And that was one of the best moments of my life. Wow. Be being in that session, because he said, when he got my history, he said, I think that you've never grieved properly. Yes. You have what we call a complicated grief reaction. And I can't be sure this is a hypothesis right now, but I think that you do love her. I think you have a large capacity to feel, and that's why you're having trouble now. If you didn't come to me now, it would have been when you had kids. Right. Um, and he said, I think I can help you. Okay. And 
it was incredible. It was like I got to had a get out of jail free card. It's like there's a reason oh. that, that, that I am the way I am. So on and off over the years, I'll, I'll go back and I'll work with the therapist and try and yeah. sort it out. I've got a session coming up next week. I'm I'm excited because I love my therapist here in Boulder and I don't see yeah. him regularly, but when I do, it's a treat to yeah. someone I, I trust be able to go into my psyche with me and help me help me do what I do for most of my clients, which is get perspective and see the lay of the land and see uh, like one of the, th here's one thing I got from, from this therapist recently. And recently, I mean, like in the last year, again, I try and think my way out of problems and, and often that'll work. I've got this amazing big brain, but sometimes there are physiological things happening in the body that you can't think your way out of. Right. In fact, certain parts of the brain shut down when you're triggered and anxious and, and whatever. Right. And what you need to do is to disengage from the content and to do something like deep breathing or a bubble bath or get outside and get your feet on the ground. And that was kind of a, you know, after years of personal growth work, it was kind of still a revelation. So, and it's like, well, if I could learn that in one session, what can I learn right. in the next session? What could I learn exactly. in the next session? Exactly. Well, what would you say, and, and what you just said, I would think uh, would convince some people who, who you know, don't believe in therapists. There's people that don't believe in therapists or therapy. There are people culturally, um, it has been said before, uh, this was old-fashioned talk, but African Americans. Oh, we don't go. We don't. Have, we don't go see the psychiatrist uh, or the therapist. We, we're going to pray it away. Uh, we, you know, what advice would you give? And and you happen to have sounds like an excellent therapist that you feel comfortable with, and that you feel some type of accomplishment after you've seen this person. What advice would you give for those who feel the way I just described? And those who have been to therapy and it didn't seem to to help, maybe they had the wrong person. Yeah, the first thing I'd say is you don't have to go to therapy. Okay, you don't. Therapy is one path. Okay. There are many paths. You, your salvation might be yoga. Your salvation right. might be Byron Katie uh, or yeah. or Eckhart Tolle and the Power of Now. Or your salvation might be being of service. Might be you know that might be your path. It doesn't have to be therapy. What I would say is be very vigilant about are you open to input? Yes. Because we get in our patterns as humans and we just see things the way we see them. And we, you know, I've got the same same coffee cup every every morning, same yeah. cup of tea goes in it. I got I brush my teeth the same way. We are creatures of habit. Yeah. Now, if your life is amazing, great. Don't change anything. But if you're struggling in any area, the problem for most of us is when salvation shows up, we may not know what it looks like because we just, we're, we're used to what we're used to. Right. And so some people are closed to therapy because they're closed to input. I've got a friend who had a bad experience with a therapist, so she will never go and see a therapist again. And I feel sad because I had a good experience and I know it changed my life. And if she found someone she trusted, oh my goodness, it could accelerate her growth by years. 
Right. And right. I and I just watch her doing it the painful way. Right. And so I feel sad about that. So it doesn't have to be therapy, but if you're close to therapy, what else are you close to? Right. I just had a friend um, wants to grow and she's she's asking me for input. And I said, go and do the landmark forum. It's not therapy, but it's it's kind of similar and it's designed to give you a breakthrough in your life. Right. Now she trusted me to such an extent that she went and signed up and sat through the thing for three days online, right. which takes a lot. And her resistance was coming up. She's like, oh, they're, they're trying to get me to do something. They're pushy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could use some pushing. Yes. Give it up and just go with it for three days. But, yes. she, you know, there was part of her like, I should get out of this because, right. and then they're all smiling way too much. This can't be real. I can't trust that. Right. Just, just trust it for three days. Now her mind is blown. Her yes. life is blown open. And she's yes. so excited by Good. the possibilities, I want what she got for everybody on the planet. Yes. And try therapy and, and give it a good shot and see if right. you can let someone into your world. Right. And if you, if you really don't want to do that, go and do the landmark forum or right. get yourself a coach, but get yourself some input that's right. going to help you blow open. And that right. input may not look the way you want. It may look right. awkward and uncomfortable. Right. And wait, he's, he's this guy's pushing me. He's trying to get me, or he's having me go into painful places. That's how it's going to look if you're going to grow often. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, and I would say um, I'm a spiritual person. I'm a religious person. And I do believe in the power of prayer. I do, for me, I believe in the power of prayer. I do serve an awesome God. But I think a lot of times religious people also um, block themselves from other input. I think for religious people to keep that first and foremost, but you also need some of this other input, input which could be, therapy or any other thing you need as much well, positivity as you can to get yeah. through these situations well i would say maybe now if prayer is working for you right you know if you're able to 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 pray and set intentions and 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 particularly if you're practicing gratitude right mm -hmm. that's a spiritual path so right. if you're using prayer for for gratitude uh, or prayer to set intentions and, and pull into your life what you want. If that's working for you, great. Yes. You may not need anything else. The question that I invite all listeners to ask, and I'm asking you now, is your current way of being in the world working for you? Yes. Are you rocking it out? And if you are, great. Maybe you don't need any input. But if you are struggling, then maybe what you've got isn't enough. And right. you might consider, okay, I'm going to try something new. I'm going to go and hire a coach. I'm going to go to landmarkeducation.com since we've brought up the Landmark Forum. Um, and I'm going to see about their course, which is called the Landmark Forum. Mm -hmm. um, or I'm going to try a therapist and see. Right now, I'm looking for a, a functional medicine practitioner because I'm starting to discover functional medicine as they go deeper and do diagnostic testing and try and get to the root cause Right. I don't have to do that, but I see what might be possible if I right. did it for my, for my health 
And I tried somebody didn't really work. She, she uh -huh. didn't really feel good to me and I was still willing to give it a go, but it seemed like, nope, she's not the right person. So now right. I'm signing up for another service. It takes some persistence. Yes. Sometimes. Maybe I don't like this service or this guy is, it isn't actually what I need. And I got to be persistent and go and find somebody. So, um, I want to say something about the forum too, because something just popped into my head recently. A friend of mine went, where are we with Thursday now? So two nights ago, mm -hmm. she was in a registration event with landmark to see if she wanted to do the course. And okay. she texted me while she's in it and said, I just got to tell you right now, I'm a resounding no. Okay. And I, 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 I sat for a bit about what do I want to say to her? Cause I know that the way she's being in life is not working for her. Right. He's really been struggling for some time. So I thought, what can I say? And what I wrote back was completely changing one's way of being in the world is not something everybody's up for. Right. Particularly if your current way of being is working for you. Right. And she wrote back, ha ha F you because <laughs> she got the point. My yeah. point was, is your current way of being working for you? And right. if it's not, then maybe, you want to get over your bad self and try something completely new. Right and, right. and by the time she'd even gotten that message from me, she'd already registered. Oh, okay. Something had already changed for her and shifted. And she's like, no, I see a possibility for myself here. Gotcha. And that's what this, this is all about. Deirdre. What we're talking about here is, do you see a possibility for yourself? That's greater than the one you're living into now. Right. Do you see, and if you don't, well, of course, you're not going to go and try a therapist or try a course that I recommend or work with a coach because you don't see what's possible. Right. But you can generate for yourself. You know what? More is possible for me. I know it's possible. I don't know exactly how to get there, but let me try this and I'm going to give this a good go. Right. right that right, seems right. to be the doorway to transformation in my world. Yes, yes. And just to, we don't want to get off track, but just to go back a little bit, uh, you mentioned the Landmark Forum. Um, just a quick, brief description of that so that my listeners can follow along what you just said, the Landmark Forum. Sure. It's, it's a course that I was introduced to back in 1996. Oh. And, and I didn't know it, but I was hungry for personal growth and more connection and transformation and i was i was in my own little world and i was doing well right I, like i had a job on park avenue at the age of 20 25 uh, 26 consulting to fortune 100 companies yes but i wow. wasn't happy mm -hmm. and so someone said why don't you go and check it out and i went and checked it out and they smiled way too much and they all wore name tags and i'm like this is some kind of a weird cult just preying on people yeah. But I'm going to get in and get out and see if there's something I can get for myself. Right. Well, they cracked my cynicism. Ah. It, I, I can't explain how it works because I don't yet fully understand it. But in three days, they cracked my cynicism. And I got that there are people who want the world to be a better place and who are willing to dedicate their entire life right. to that happening. And that's what Landmark is about. And so they cracked me open and they, they taught me how to learn. So mm -hmm. since then I've gone and found other modalities that have worked really well for me, but I always credit landmark as opening me 
so that I was ready for new input. And I got my whole career out of doing Landmark. I now coach people in transformation. And there's, I love business. I love talking about strategizing and branding. And so I work with business owners. But what I really care about is what are you scared of that might be holding you back? And what would courage look like for you? Right. Do you want to have that conversation? How are you showing up with your kids? How are yeah. you showing up with your partner? How are you showing up for yourself in life? Right. These are the things that that really light me up. And Landmark started me on that whole conversation. Wow. So I'm, I'm a, I've sent clients to Landmark and lost clients because yeah. they're like, I'm so empowered now. I don't need you. I said, hey, right. God bless. <laughs> exactly. I still, I've sent my family to Landmark. It changed my family, my mom. The way we relate, the way my my brother and my mother and I show up in in conversation, uh, I think it changed my my mother's marriage wow. as well. So I'm a big fan, and I've done a lot of things since Landmark, but I still I still send a lot of people their way. Wow, wow, that's powerful. So is that the LandmarkForum.com? LandmarkEducation.com landmarkeducation.com that's the website that's the name of the company landmark education and the course you're looking at the first one everybody does which is designed to have you have a breakthrough that was previously unforeseeable wow that's what it's designed to do that you will come out living into a world and i the language is fresh in my brain because i was just uh with them on the weekend um you will live into a world of new possibility, free of burden and obligation. Wow. That sounds transformative. It's a big promise. And I got to hear, you know, a whole bunch of people at the end of their program saying, oh my God, that's what you promised. And now I just feel free. And now I'm just generating possibility and I'm so excited and I'm so grateful. I just heard person after person after person saying, Wait, God, because I didn't know if it was going to work online. I know it works in person, but I'm like, so now I've seen, yes, it absolutely does. They found a way to really make it work um, online. So, yeah. So that's one way. There's another way, too. If you don't want to go and do a course with a whole bunch of, you know, a bunch, some people like, I don't want to do a course with a bunch of strangers. If uh, I'm a huge fan of therapy, I'm a huge fan of landmark education, I'm also a huge fan of coaching. Right. So I want to I want to give a plug for this if I can, Deirdre, and yes. say if you think coaching, um, if you're a business owner uh, or a leader of some kind, and you think coaching could make a difference in your life, go to my website and and apply and see. Yeah. If, and you know, I'll get happy to get on the phone with you, and we'll see if it even makes sense. Right. Say yes to everybody, but if um, focus.ceo is my yes. website, and right at the bottom you can say okay, I want to apply for a coaching session and see if this could be a fit for me. That's another path as well. So I don't want to skip over that. Yes. Well, we will definitely have that information in the show notes and below the YouTube uh, description, below the YouTube video. So we'll definitely have all of that in there, your social media contacts um, and, you know, just everything that can help people listening to this particular show. Thank you. I just, can I just say one of my clients just said the most, one of the best things someone could have said about me. He, he hired me 
for business coaching, but he just posted in an online forum. I feel like it's more like I've hired Yoda than a business <laughs> coach. And that was one of the nicest things someone could have said because yeah, we're talking about business stuff, but we're talking about the big picture of how his life is put together and the things that are driving him. And uh, we're doing like advanced calculus here in terms right. of life management, while a lot of people are doing basic math. So it was, it was just so nice to hear that from somebody. Wow. That's very inspiring and encouraging. Now um, let's transition over to um, your business aspect. You know, a lot of times, especially when you first read your bio about coaching and number one and coaching around people around the globe and all of these things, you know, and when you're talking about business leaders and all of this, you think um, sort of harken back to, I think people feel like when you're in business, you've got to be so tough. You got to swim with the sharks and all of this stuff. But your book, Name That Mouse, goes in another direction that people don't think is a quality of business leaders and people in business. And it is vulnerability. And I thought that was a very interesting concept. Um, so let's talk about Name That Mouse. And, that, and Name That Mouse is going to be coming out when? Yeah, well, we've actually, we've updated the title and I still love that title. I still love oh. Name That Mouse, but the, okay. the title now is Mouse in the Room. Okay. And it's because the elephant is not alone. Right. We all know about the elephant. You see it, I see it, no one's saying anything. Like if right. I showed up to this interview with blood on my face and didn't say anything, that'd be an elephant. Right. But many creatures in the room are much more subtle. Right. You know, um, like... Let, let me just check for what mice I might have right now. Um, hmm, actually, I'm feeling pretty clear right now. But let's suppose, let's suppose um, I was late for this call. If I didn't say anything about it, let's say I was just two, like a minute late or two minutes late. I don't say anything. I might be wondering, is Deirdre upset that I'm late? Um, I might also be feeling uh, embarrassed that I'm late and I'm wondering if there's any impact. These are, these are mice that are much more subtle. And most of us, we skip right. over these. We've yeah. been conditioned since birth to not reveal our inner world to the outside. Correct. In fact, we don't even reveal our inner world to ourselves. We've got so much practice at not sharing with someone. I feel angry about that. I feel right. disappointed about that because as a kid, if I got angry, I got in trouble. If right. I was crying, that was a problem. Right. Like, oh, we got to stop. We got to stop the kid crying now. Right. So right. we just learn to bury our body sensations, our thoughts, and our emotions. And fortunately, people like Brene Brown are forging a new path for us in the corporate world and showing us that vulnerability is the new strength. Mm -hmm. so people mm -hmm. who are following us as leaders. They want to know that we are real people. They want to know when we're impacted. They want to know when we, when we, when we feel pain or when we're concerned or when we're inspired. And so the book, I'm writing this, the book Mouse in the Room, it's all about transparency. 
Yes. Discover your inner world. And so what am I feeling right now? What is going on? All I know right now is I don't like Bill and I don't like how he's showing up in this meeting. Let's Mm -hmm. find out what that mouse is and then artfully name those mice with people. And when we do, when we can say, hey, I notice um, I'm holding something from something you said last week. Can we talk about it? Would that be okay? And then you go into it and say, well, when you said that in the meeting, I kind of felt uh, like I was doing the wrong thing and like, maybe I shouldn't speak up anymore. And I just want to, want to check in with you. Is that, is that true? Or how was it for you? Like when we start doing this, we can have so much more connection in the world and it's got business impact as well because people will trust you more. They won't know why. They'll just be like, oh, I like this person more. I trust this person more because they're talking about what's real. Yeah. And you then have more influence. People want to work with you. Again, they may not know why. Um, They want to do business with you. They want to buy your products. It works for sales. It works with your kids. It works with your partner and it Mm -hmm. works with yourself. So I'm, this is why I'm spending two years of my life writing this book is I think it could really change the world as we discover our mice and then artfully name them. Yes. Yes. And so let's, let's, let's kind of do a little deep dive into the, the map, the mice. So I think I counted that there's six types. I believe there are seven now. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was an, an increase. Okay. So from what I saw that there were six, now there's seven. And these types are not permanent types. I think a lot of times when people do like personality tests and all of this, those are more permanent. This is like, depending on the situation, correct? In each moment. Yeah. You might, you might have, for example, uh, one, one category of, of mice that we've identified as a desire mouse. Yes. You might have a desire mouse like, oh, I want to get outside sometime today in the sun and walk my dog. That's a desire mouse. Boom. Right. Okay. We want to identify those. And then uh, particularly if you're in relationship with someone else or you're hanging out with someone else, you may be at a, at a cafe mm-hmm. and you notice, oh, I, I need to go to the bathroom. Oh, desire mouse. Okay. Right. And you share right. it. Or you might notice, hey, I've, I've had a, a good time uh, talking with you and I feel like it's time to get back to the office. And right. go on about my day. How would that feel for you? Boom, right. desire mouse. Gotcha. So that's an example. Mice come up. Right. And if we don't name them, they tend to breed. Yes. So I might have a toleration mouse uh, right. with, let's suppose, someone in a meeting keeps interrupting me. Right. And, it's, and I want to finish my sentence. Might have a toleration mouse. And so if I don't say anything, that's going to build. That mouse is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And now everything the person does is annoying me. Right. And so now I've got five other toleration mice. Again, if we can artfully name it, hey, um, I I notice I'd like to finish this thought. Is that okay? Right. 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 So I went from toler- toleration mouse to, well, what's my desire? My desire is I'd like to finish uninterrupted. So right. maybe I'll just ask for that. 
maybe I won't, I'll even skip over sharing, hey, I notice it's annoying. I may not say it in front of a group, but using the steps in the book, I may go to that person afterwards and say, hey, can I talk about something uh, that happened in the meeting that I'd, I'd like to change? Right. And have right. a few minutes. And then you say, I notice sometimes when I'm speaking, you jump in and I feel cut off and interrupted. And I don't, I don't think as quickly as you do. I don't speak as quickly as you do. And I need a little bit more time to get it out. Would you be willing yes. to give me a little more space? Yes. Yes. And yes. If it happens again, are you okay with me saying, actually, I'd like to finish that thought. Is that all right? Like, is that okay if I bring that up? So I'm sending it up in advance. That might be a way that you artfully name that mouse so that right. they don't get to breed and you right. can feel closer to the person. Yes, yes. I will tell you when, and this happened more so when I was a little kid and somebody would say something to me at school. And I think I remember an older sister saying the same thing when she would be at work. Somebody would say something to you um and now i've learned those things were maybe microaggressions or the other type of things like you were saying somebody interrupting you and you don't say anything and you go home and said should i have said something right. should i have said something yes and so <laughs> and so um it took me years to take my own power to say, and, and sometimes when you take your own power like that, you might come back as harsh or as people say in our society, clapbacks and all of these kind of things. You don't want to do that. And you don't want to seem like, oh, that's the girl that's going to be the clapback queen. But you want to be able to do it like you said, um, like you just described. Artfully. Okay. Yeah. You know, make it yeah. more sure sounding but still getting your same result without seeming to be angry or right you know, out of order you know because a lot of people i'm gonna tell you this and and i'm going to give you a personal situation of myself in a little bit but well and correct. i just want to let you know if i could name a desire mouse i have another another call in three and a half minutes oh so I, I know we started late but uh, i'd love to be close to on time for that okay got you well really quickly is there an expiration date on this stuff like Ooh. let's say you know you're in that meeting that person's interrupting you okay let's say this is a weekly meeting and you don't say anything after a month and i don't know maybe finally in month three you finally say to this person hey following your techniques is there, you know, because sometimes people can go, you know, get, are you, you know, is this your imagination? I'm not doing that. What are the repercussions of doing it too late? Is there an expiration date? Is everybody going to be as mature as these mice and accepting what you're saying? Because I'm going to give you a situation. Well, that's a bunch of questions. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I think I can answer most of them. There, I haven't found an expiration date. If it's still alive for you, then it's your mouse. Gotcha. It's valid. It's, it's alive. I've gone back to a bully from high school that I hadn't talked to for 20 years and called him and said, yes. you know, I've been, re I've been resenting you for 20 years and I'm letting it go. You don't have to do anything. I just, I just wanted to let you know we had an amazing conversation.
Now, wow. is everyone going to be enlightened? One of the reasons we don't name our mice is because we haven't learned how to do it artfully. And if you do it the wrong way, yeah, you can make things worse. So it makes sense that we would go through life not naming our mice. Read the book. It'll give you a step-by-step -step guide on how to artfully name it, which is an absolute game changer. Now, yes. not everyone's, not every mouse is going to be received well. They might have mice that come up as they hear it. They might feel defensive. Boom, right. there's a mouse. And yes. they can talk about that. And you guys get to work it out. Got you. Now, your bullying example, uh, I will not talk about my personal example because it's kind of along the lines of what you just said. So like you're saying, there's no, if it's a lie for you, you know, that's yeah. your mouth. You know, yeah, you look, you might talk it out with your therapist or your coach, or you do journaling and then you sort it all out. You're like, okay, I've kind of expressed it now. I'm good. I'm complete. Yes. Yes. Or maybe you're not. And maybe you need to go and just name it with the person. You guys work it out. Yes. You, work, yeah. you don't have to get it right the first time. You might, you might blow it the first time. And then you say, Hey, can I have a do over? I feel like I could have said that differently, or I feel like I didn't really listen to you. But this book will get you started on a path for a whole new level of transparency. Yes. And if you look at the people you really admire in the world, my guess is that you will find that, that they, are, they are expressed. They are transparent. Yeah. You know what's yeah. going on with them. They, they don't hide that and just present a front to the world. Right. So let's all aspire to be more expressed, more yes. of us claim our power and artfully and kind, kindly name our mice with people so we can be more connected. Yes. And so if you want to know further about naming your mouse, you've got to pick up a copy of Mouse in the Room, the new yes. name of this book. And so we'll have the links to the book uh, and information about the book in the show notes and down below. And also we'll have David's contact information down below. Feel free to book a session with him, a, a coaching session with him. And I think there's a gift. Um, you get a free like 15 minute coaching session possibly if you sign yep. up. Yep. If you, if you qualify and to qualify, you basically need to be up and running and, and earning income in the business. I don't, I don't generally work with startups. Um, but yeah, if you qualify for a session, there's no charge for it. I will ask you probing questions. Yes. Now, know that I will ask you about your life before we even get on the phone. So it'll be like at least five, five to 10 minutes of you really considering what do I want in right. life? Then we'll get on the phone and we'll see if, uh, coaching makes sense for you. And if it does, we could do some really cool stuff together. And if it doesn't, or if we're not a fit, I may have another recommendation for you. I may, I may send you towards another coach or a program or something else. But my, my commitment would be that you, that you are served in that, in that first call that we have. Yes, most definitely. Well, that all sounds great. David, it has been a pleasure speaking with you, with you today. And I just know that people will be able to get a lot out of this interview. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Wow. That was really enlightening. I think I could have talked to him for another 30 minutes, actually. So yes, as I said before, 
Make sure you check out the show notes uh, for more bookaholic information and more information on David Wood and his upcoming book, um, as well as his coaching, um, free coaching that he can give. Like he said, he doesn't work with startups. Um, you have to be in business and and have gone through some business situations. Um, but wow, that's just very enlightening to be giving vulnerability to your life. That is that is just mind blowing because I think a lot of people see vulnerability as a weakness, but it's actually a strength. Ooh, wow, I love it. I love it. I just love it. So thank you for joining us today. As I said, May is Mental Health Month. This month, we're trying to bring as much information on mental health and all aspects of your mental well-being to you during this month. And uh, just stay tuned. We've got more great things coming up. Thanks for listening and watching. Thank you for joining the Bookaholic Podcast. We appreciate your support. Remember to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Instagram at TrueBookaholic. You can also email us at readingjunkie at book-a-holic.com. Don't forget to support your local library and independent bookstores.